G'day and welcome to the Hunting Connection Podcast. My name is Zach Williams and I am your host. Here we'll connect you with hunters, fishers and outdoor enthusiasts from around the globe. This podcast will share hunting and fishing stories including past experiences and tackle the tough hunting stereotypes our community faces. We hope to be a positive influence to those outside the community while also having a laugh along the way. Hope you enjoy the podcast. G'day and welcome to another episode of the Hunting Connection podcast. Today we have one in-house rather than online compared to what we've done for the last couple. Today we've got Bailey Wildman, a competitive target archer, hunter and someone that's making it his way through big in the in the target archery community. Yep. G'day Zach. Welcome. Good mate. Yourself? Thank you for having me. Nah, nah. You're, you're welcome. Yep. Yep. It's... Uh quite the place <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a nice little room um you know it's got a lot of work to do oh yeah love the <laughs> love the bow rack it's awesome loving it <laughs> you, you, you must definitely feel uh weird with not a, no hoits in the room oh That's, yeah you know. <laughs> like i'll live <laughs> hopefully uh, <laughs> so where are you from man um, I'm from Adelaide, SA. I'm from down near McLaren Vale. Yep. So nice and down yeah, south. Nice down south. A nice little drive for yeah. me down. We're recording north, so yeah. Thankfully, Bailey's travelled <laughs> just over an hour to be here tonight. Yeah, so yeah. We're a very lovely little drive. <laughs> <laughs> very thankful for that. Um, how old are you, man? I'm 19. Yep. I'm turning 20 in October. So awesome. Mm. So how long have you been into archery and hunting and? Oh, man. Well, I've been into hunting since I was about, oh, God, maybe like three. Yeah. Like getting into that sort of stuff since I was really young from my dad and stuff. Um, Target archery I didn't get into about since I was about, until I was about, um, oh, I must have been 15, 16 after I hurt my back from baseball. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just like hunting since I was really young and, (laughs) yeah mainly rifles when I was younger and then into bows when I got a bit older, um, mainly because Dad was chopping and changing between them, so i just follow whatever he did. So That's yeah. great. Well, you're definitely um, making waves in the archery community, that's for sure, down here. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do for work? Um, I actually work in an OSH, so like before and after school care. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so that's it's pretty good. It's, enjoy it? Yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy working with kids, so yep. working like, mornings and then work afternoons so it's usually like six until nine and then like two until five and then i work holidays as well so that explains why you're up so early yeah, this morning yeah, nice I, and early. I thought you, maybe you might have been in the trade <laughs> no no i was going to be i was going to be a plumber but i'm, I'm glad i did yeah <laughs> so. yeah <laughs> instead of dealing with shit you're yeah. dealing with people's kids yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what's worse exactly but. exactly well yeah well nah, nah I'm joking I got kids <laughs> I, I, I know what they're, they're like and yeah it's it'd, it'd be rewarding working with children it is really rewarding I find it rewarding and I think I, I, I like being a good role model to kids like I think it's I think it's like a you know sort of helping just like get them into different yeah. things and so becoming a teacher on the cards then from no, it? No, I don't think I don't think <laughs> I couldn't become a teacher. No, I'll, I'll stay away from the teaching yeah. side of things. I'll just be an osh, uh, osh <laughs> for now. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. So how'd you get into hunting? And um, it was through my dad, um, and just sort of like 
Yeah, through my dad. Just he would go out hunting and go up shooting like spotlighting bunnies and stuff. And um, he used to. Um, oh, well, he's from Broken Hill, so he got into like he was into pig hunting and stuff. Yeah. So I think when we were really little, we went up and did like pig hunting trips. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I was tiny. Um, oh, that's great. Pig hunting stuff. So yeah, that's how I got into it. And then the bow hunting side of it, as I said, was like later on and. Yeah, I wasn't very good when I first started. Ne- none of us are. <laughs> no, I was, I was horrible. I had very similar upbringing. Started out quite young before mm-hmm. I could remember and yeah. always had a little fiberglass recurve in my hand. Yeah, and, that's what I started yeah, with, a little and, red and yellow one. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine was a little solid black one. I wish yeah. I still had it, man, yeah. for my kids. Oh, but, yeah, you know, for sure. That's what you can just keep passing yeah, down and yeah. stuff. As you've seen, I've, I've got the little compound there yeah. um, for, for the boys, but, yeah, you know. It's it's been a so hot cool. <laughs> a hot button subject lately. You know, kids going out hunting. I've been contacted oh. by a couple of media outlets recently about um, yeah, the that. issues going on in New South Wales with um, them trying to get under well twelve year olds out on public land hunting. Yeah. You know, it's from my understanding, it's perfectly legal for them on private land, but going out on the on the oh. public blocks, they can't take kids out with them hunting. So is it really? Yeah. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, so... Um, I've got supervised? Co- like, if they're supervised? Yeah, yeah. Like so, that's what they're trying. They're trying to drop it down to 12 from 18 for bows and bows and pigs. Yeah. Uh, dogs for pigs. So, yeah. hopefully they, they win with that. And a mm, couple... Sure. I had um, the Australian reach out to me because I post a lot of stuff going out with the boys. Yeah. And... Um, then I had some other news media podcasts reach out, so that hopefully that will come out in the next couple of days. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, that's only 17, 18 minutes, but, yep. you know, talking about going out hunting hunting with the boys, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah, memories sure. that you have yeah. going out with you, with your dad as a young fella, mm-hmm. the memories I have going out with my, my grandparents when I was yep. young, you know. Yep. It's awesome tradition memories. we need to keep alive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So can you remember shooting your first... First animal? Oh, I don't think I can remember my first, but I can... Oh, I might be able to. I think it would have been a bunny. It would have been, like, a bunny with a twenty two. Um And I remember shooting my, like... I remember shooting a twenty two for the first time. I think I was just shooting at, like, cans at 50 yeah. metres or whatever, and I, I really enjoyed it. I was just <laughs> like... Yeah, it's... But when you... I found out, like... I found when I was little, like, it was just sort of like... It was, uh, like, an animal was just, like, another target. I think as you get a bit older, you get a bit more respect for the animal and stuff. 100%. That's some something I've found for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of shooting, when when you're young, I remember shooting the 12-gauge for the first time. I oh. would have been... I would have been seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Pop here, have a shot. Stands behind me. Catches me after the shot. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, can I do another one? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's great fun. So, your target gear so do you have two different setups a target bow and a hunting hunting bow or yes i've got a few different setups i've got i've got a like a 50 meter target setup so that just stays basically set up for just 50 meters so that's the one i took away to korea and paris awesome um and then i've got like a field setup so it's another target bow so my i should say my my other bow my 50 meter one that's a 40 inch axle to axle bow yeah um, so it's a bit longer, so it's just a bit more forgiving. Um, and then my um, other bow, my other setup for like field, probably going to set it up for like set up for indoor and field at the moment. I might set it up for 3D. Um, that's a 37. Um, and then I've got got another Hoyt Invicta just sitting under my bed at the moment because <laughs> it hasn't got a rest on it. 
that's probably going to either be like my specific indoor bow or it's going to become like my 3D bow and then I've got a RX4 for a, um, <laughs> for a hunting bow. So. so for people not too into their bow brands... They're all Hoyts. Yeah, they're all Hoyts. <laughs> yeah, I got, the, I got the Hoyt bug from my dad when I was really little. He bought nothing but Hoyt. I think he started off with a Martin Firecat and then he got a Hoyt. That's great. So I was just like, I wanted to shoot nothing but Hoyt and I think I've stayed that way <laughs> because it's just, yeah, I'm a bit bow biased when it comes to bows. <laughs> yeah, one of the first first hunting videos I watched was, or bow hunting videos I watched was a PSE one that came yeah. came with the bow mad, uh, the Dream Season Zevo that's yep. sitting on my my yep. wall, and then since then I've just had the PSE <laughs> the PSE bug. The PSE bug, yeah, for sure, for sure. There's always that thing of like people are like, oh PSE versus Hoyt. Don't get into it. It's not <laughs> worth it. It's really not that big of a deal. Exactly. Um, so when you go overseas, do you take two different setups just in case mm-hmm. something happens in flight, like um, in transit, or? I I would like to, but on the last two trips, I um. I only had 23 kilos. So I had 23 for Korea. And yeah. I had, I think I had 20, I had 30 to go over to Paris, but then only 25 on the way back. So there was no, <laughs> you're point. hoping you lost a couple of arrows out there. Yeah. Well, I broke two in Korea, so that was always fun. Um, but yeah, it's, I'd, I'd love to bring two setups, but it, it's with like taking an Eastern bow truck, yeah. which is like a huge bow case. By the time you've got like everything set in it, you've put the foam in it and everything. It's already 13 kilos. So you don't have much, how do you go flying with a bow into those countries? I've found because I've I've hunted New Zealand and gone over to Mexico hunting, yeah, yeah. so flew through the states. Flying out of Australia and into other countries, I've found it fine. Yeah. But New Zealand, America, they're very hunting-ish countries. Mm-hmm. Coming back into Australia, mm-hmm. I have so many issues yeah. coming through with customs. How do you how do you find? I haven't had any issues yet. I've. Oh. Coming out of Australia, like you said, I found it really easy. Like the only thing, the only thing we had was with um, Virgin, and they were a bit. <laughs> That's you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The Virgin were a little bit like on the on edge with it, but we just say it's sporting equipment. Yeah. Um, Singapore Airlines are really good. Yeah. That just goes down as sporting equipment. Yeah, that's what I've I've always put it down as. Um, my bow actually went missing when I came back from the states. Oh, great! Uh, <laughs> I was without it for like three days. They yeah. they had to come yeah, no, come deliver it. It was the biggest nightmare fl- flying back from America, waiting in the baggage claim for my bow to come through in Melbourne. Yeah. And I'm like, where's my bow? Yeah. We nearly ditched our bows in Melbourne. Oh, no. <laughs> we nearly ditched them because we came back in and I think our layovers were a little bit late. Oh, no. So we had to... <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. So we just had a 13-hour flight back to yeah. Singapore from France and then had a six-hour flight that was delayed from Singapore back into Melbourne. So we had to go through customs and then also go through... We had to actually pick our bows up from oversized yeah. and then go through customs. But our bows weren't coming through oversized, so we were just going to leave them there and then we were trying to deal with other stuff. So we ended up just deciding that we, were, we stood there, grabbed <laughs> grabbed our bows eventually, finally, sorry, and then walked straight through customs. They were fine yeah. with it and then got through and then by the time we got there, they didn't give us any tickets. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, and then they told us that... Close the best they could do was a three-day wait until the next plane so mum and dad hopped in the car and drove to melbourne so that was great mum and dad coming in for the goods yeah 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 shout out to mum and dad especially mum tonight exactly and shout out to shout out to the um recurvers and um the vis that helped us that was awesome 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually got coming back from Mexico. I got dragged off my next flight to Adelaide. So Ooh. my bow didn't show up. I was furious. Mm-hmm. And then in my luggage, I had all my hunting knives, but not, not my carry on luggage, like yeah. my check-in luggage, yeah. which has never been an issue, you know, mm-hmm. tell them they got knives, no problems. They've come flying back to Adelaide from Melbourne. They've come up, uh, Mr. Williams, we've found some stuff in your luggage. Can you please jump off the plane? I'm like, uh, uh what? Are you going to take like, my luggage off first? <laughs> yeah, so that already had it off, man. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's nice. Oh, I was furious. I'm just like, man, like, there's no issues traveling with knives. Like, it's it's completely legal. It's in my check-in. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, sorry, we stuffed up, and then put me on the next flight back to Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, they bloody want it. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a drama. But, yeah, like, fl- the first time you're flying with bows and... It's nerve-wracking. It's, it's very... It's like, am I doing something illegal? <laughs> you feel like you're like sitting there staring well, around at everyone. We know it's sporting goods, but yeah. everyone else around, like just talking yeah. to the average yeah. <laughs> average just, person who has no clue. I feel like everyone sees like, if it's a hard case yeah. especially, people say like, oh, has he got a gun in there? It doesn't help that I got born <laughs> born to hunt, forced to work yeah. all over it yeah, in exactly. these stickers. <laughs> I think what's mine got? I think mine's got banned bullshit before bull bars on it. <laughs> so it's... Very nice. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. No, no, you can swear, man. All right, good. It's all good. So when you go out hunting, what's in your pack? Um, Water. 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 A couple of knives. A bit of paracord, just in case. Uh, What else do I carry? Oh, God, I should know this. Um, Now I would carry one of my... um, I've got like a portable bow press. Yeah. Carry one of them. I've always got like serving material and like a kit so i can work on my gear so i would like have like a biter string not serving tool a biter uh string separator yep. um extra peeps yeah a lot of that sort of stuff i don't do like the you know people have like walkie talkies yeah, and stuff yeah. i'm our, the property we hunt locally isn't big enough for that sort of stuff so. yeah no that's <laughs> that, that's understandable man um yeah at least you can work on your gear i don't have any of that. I need a portable bow press. Yeah. They're they're yeah. a handy bit of kit, yeah, that's awesome. for sure. Sign and bow presses. <laughs> look at look at sign and bow presses. Yeah, they're the red awesome. red ones with the silver. Yeah, they're like a cool. I think it's like they're like a trucky knot or something yeah. that work. They're really cool. Yeah, sick. Yeah, sick. Um top beginner tip for getting into archery, whether it's target or mm. bow hunting. Man. Read up about it first. Do your research. That would be one thing I would say. Do your research. Um Get a coach or find out or just, you know, get a mate that's willing to help. Yeah. Um, get a bow. Do your research on bows. Don't follow someone because that's what they shoot. <laughs> um, so pick what you like. Yeah. Um, buy good quality gear, I reckon. Don't, don't, you know. Buy once. Yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, buy once. Exactly. Exactly. That's probably what I would say. Buy, and then just train, practice. You'll shoot. Yeah. So... Clubs, how, how do you go about finding what club suits? Because we have a few in South Australia and yeah. I know there's dozens and dozens in each state. Mm-hmm. How do you find... Because I'm not a club guy. I don't... I've never been into club archery or anything yeah. like that. I've always done my own thing with mates. Um, it can be hard to get into because it's not a huge sport in Australia. Like, it's relatively small. Um, I would just say hop on Google archery yeah. clubs Um and then see where that takes you. It should take you to Archery Australia. 
you can do your research there so you can yeah. learn about rules and all that um, and then getting into a club have a look around to all your different clubs pick one obviously close and yeah. one that suits you or one that's you know just a, a good club in general I guess and go from there really. so are you affiliated with any any clubs I am I'm affiliated with my main membership is with Eden Field Archers yeah. um, and then I'm an affiliate member of Victor Harbour Archery Club and I might be a, an affiliate member of Southern Vales as well maybe yeah. there's a there's a lot of archery there's Ev- everything lot. in Adelaide to do with archery is pretty much south of Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Southern Field Archers, I think like the, the shops. and The ones out here, there's like Cressy, Barossa, Barossa Archery Club, which is yeah. down like Archery Road or something. Yeah, I'm not too it's sure. A really nice we, club, actually. Is it? Yeah, really nice. Um, we got Playford Field Archers just up the yeah. top of the hill here, two minutes from here. Um, then you got Trophy Bow Hunters over at Tea Tree, Tea yeah. Tree Gully there. Yeah, the, haven't been there. I really the want to go hills. there. Yeah. They're more 3D, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Um, yeah. Wyala, that's even further. <laughs> Pardon me. I won't be, won't be going there for no, a, for no. a local shoot, that's for sure. No. <laughs> what about top five beginner items for someone getting into a bow? <laughs> um, a good so bow. So picking a bow for picking a bow. How how do you go about picking a bow? Ooh, that's because there's so many different brands. You know, I'd say there'd be five or six top name brands that you know the, yeah. the trustworthy stuff yeah but then you've got different draw lengths different poundages mm-hmm. different ata's well like. you're, you're probably best off looking at like a, a kit like you can look at a kit which will get you started and like get your shooting obviously um i think you can get like a what is a stinger like 600 bucks yes. for a kit or something yeah six, um, 650 go to a pro shop go to a yeah, pro shop, YouTube, lots of. Do you research. recommend buying off a line, or do you recommend finding the closest shop that's a somewhat of a pro shop? Because it's hard in in Australia, you know. Yeah, a lot of is. people are very outback, and the local archery shop isn't so local. So I would stay away from anything Amazon. <laughs> yeah, stay away. I can from, agree. Yeah, anything with certain. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I, know, I know where you're coming yeah, from. <laughs> stick to. Um, Stick to a pro shop, go to yeah. a pro shop, go to your local pro shop. It's much easier, <laughs> it's much easier. Or just sh- get it from, just ring up the place if it's inter- yeah. over interstate. Ring them up, do that, it's much easier. Poundage-wise, what what's the limit for field archery in 3D? Because I, I know that, I, I think they have a limit on it from what I've heard. So target archery, it's your limit is 60 pounds um, and they do test it, so... But there's a little trick to that, but I won't get into that. <laughs> uh, no, um, but no, nah, there's a, yeah, 60 pounds. Um, always go like either 0.8 of a pound lighter or yeah. a pound lighter. So usually most people are shooting 59 pounds. Okay. And every, some people should prefer to shoot with 55 pounds. They find it's easier to shoot, but yeah. So is there a reason why it's set at? Um, that's a good question, actually. I I don't think I know. It might be like pass-throughs wise. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Cause I, I, as soon as I started bow hunting, I just picked up 70 pounds yeah. and started shooting 70 pounds, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. And sure. then you get, get all the campaigns wannabes shooting 80, 90, you know, slapping the trigger. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just, don't worry, I, was I, too. I, I slap, <laughs> you know, I've got a little wrist release and I'm yeah. so, I, I'm the worst, worst archer. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's some bad ones. <laughs> I just send it, man. Uh, <laughs> I would not want Pat or anyone to see my oh, <laughs> see my form. No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I'm all pretty much self-taught, and then just picking up stuff from friends along the way. Yeah, and yeah. YouTube and you Instagram. can find some good videos out there, like helping with stuff like that. Some of them you you, you watch and you just go. What are your credentials? What are your credentials? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's 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 a. I think anyone who's starting. Oh, that's a piece of gear. Buy a hinge. Don't start on a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a controversial thing because mm-hmm. you've got the the hinge release, the mm-hmm. back tension. You've got the wrist wrist strap, which yeah. I'm I'm a fan of. I love it because in a hunting scenario, it's always on your wrist. Yeah, it's always it's ideal. You, you know exactly where it is. Yeah, but you know the amount of people that lose hinge releases and back tensions when they're out hunting, they put it in their pocket and they go over the next ridge. Oh, there's a deer. <laughs> Fuck, where's my release? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, I can imagine. Imagine spending if you went on like a guided trip, spent yeah. however much money just to lose a release. I, I, I carry because I've even lost a wrist strap being out. I carry a um. Because you shoot something, you go to gut it. Yeah. I clip my release to the bow. Yeah. So I always used to just clip it to the string. Mm -hmm. But I picked up the bow one day, it's unhooked. So now I strap it to the bow. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, But I also carry one in my my hunting pack, a spare one, exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I, I used to shoot a wrist strap, but then I went to um, just like thumb button. Yeah. And it was really good. I was shooting it all right, but I had... You know, you know what target panic is, don't you? Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Shit. I had it full on. I've got a video of me. I actually recorded it the other day. Video of me at Oz Open. So, like, probably one of Australia's, like, biggest competitions. Yeah. In the gold medal match, I think it was me, Pat, and, me, Pat, and Scott Bryce. Yeah. Um, versing Matt McDougall, Danny Westhausen, and uh, John O'Milne. And stepped up, <laughs> stepped up to shoot. And I just had this huge flinch. I was like, full on, like nearly, nearly let down. Oh, it was that no. big. And then had to, and then had to pull back up and su- like miraculously shot a nine. So I don't know. And then two days later, I was like, I'm buying a hinge. <laughs> yeah, I've, I tried to shoot a thumb release once. I think it was like a back tension thumb release. Or, yeah. And I could not get it to work. I yeah. I was panicking. Like I'm like I'm pressing it and it's not working. I'm just yeah. like this is shit. This mm-hmm. is shit. I'm like let down. I'm like nah, take that shit. Um, and it's it's scared me off at all. Yeah. All hinge back. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I'm just like nah. I like my trigger because I know when it's gonna go off. Stuff all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. You can shoot a hinge like that. You just slap slap the hell out of it. I, I can't remember what release it was. It was something that one of my mates was using. But yeah, I pull back mm-hmm. and I'm pressing the thumb and it's yeah. just not going. I'm yeah. like, and you're like, you're starting to get nervous. And yeah. I'm just like, nah, nah, take it. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> this bow's about to explode broken. in my I hand. It's broken. <laughs> uh, so picking a good quality bow, mm-hmm. what's what's next? Um, oh, well, my pick would be a release aid. I would say to anyone who's starting out, don't. You can go to a trigger later on, but it's it's not worth the however many months of 
agony. Learning all the bad habits that mm. I have. <laughs> <laughs> just buy a hinge. It doesn't have to be too expensive. Just buy a hinge yeah. and learn, learn that. And then Any particular brands for people looking? Oh, you, you really, your best would be, you, there's a lot of brands like, You've got Carter, yeah. make good hinges, um, Stan. I think I'm um, shooting, is it Scott's? Scott, yeah, That's... Scott make good stuff. B3, I shoot a B3 yeah. hinge, they're really good. Um, what's the other ones? Uh, Trueball, really, really Trueball, good. Yeah. They're like probably the most popular release aid. Yeah. Um, and they do really good release aids. So, yeah, they would be like your top picks probably. There's a, there's a few others I'd be missing somewhere. Yeah, there's, oh, dude, there's lots of brands. Like we were talking before the podcast, like I was trying to remember that bow brand that i seen on TikTok yeah. of all places. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ATA? I'm like, no, APA. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that had the broad head wrench and the, the knock knock adjuster on it yeah. and the sharp broadhead sharpener is yeah and that's pretty cool it's, 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 it's a cool looking setup that's so, for sure it's different needs to jump on that someone needs to jump on <laughs> i wonder if they've got a paint on that <laughs> I, I would assume so i think they're an american brand so definitely have a paint on it <laughs> um so bow release aid yeah, bow what about aid. like p- picking arrows and that for yeah. just someone getting into target? Are you recommending carbon or are you going? I would say carbon. Yeah, um, doesn't have to be like a super high quality carbon. Like you don't have to go out and buy an X10 yeah. as your first arrow or buy like a, you know, I know they're not carbon, but they're a carbon an FMJ or yeah. something like. Doesn't they're a good target arrow as well? Um, but yeah, something like a Eastern Advance. Eastern Advanced Sport or, you know, Carbon Ones. They're a slightly older. So you're an Eastern guy, you shoot Easterns? Yeah, I shoot Eastern. Um, There are the good, like, Black Eagle make good arrows too. Um, But, yeah, I I personally pick Eastern. I was always gold tips until I've started going to, like, a few of the Australian brands and I found Naptime Archery and that's just the best arrows. I've tried a few other Australian arrow brands, but the Naptimes and the Slim Diameters, yeah, yeah. I have I have heard of them. I reckon I reckon I've seen them around. That's that's them there. They got a their slim diameter. Oh, insert outsert. Oh, yeah, they're nice. Super strong. Like the, the toughest arrow I've used. I like the name Naptor. Yeah, yeah, they they they're great. They're great. How many grains are they? Grains per inch. Should say it on there. That one might be worn off. Oh, eleven point sixteen. They're tough, man. Point one. They're tough. They're great. Yeah, they've got all this. Scratches the yeah. up. That one's been used a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably gone through a couple of critters, that's for sure. They're nice. They're almost they're a bit similar to like a like an axis. Yeah. Like, are they a six mil? Uh, not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, they're nice. I, I just know they shoot true and they um make put, things dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't break on pass throughs a lot of the time, which yeah. I've just gone through that many different arrow brands just mm. You go pick it up on the other side and it's just shattered. That's like, the worst when you, buy, when you buy a brand new arrow. Oh, dude. You're like, oh, I've got to go get them sighted in. Straight into That's a why I don't like target archery, you know, <laughs> especially when you're shooting at the same spot and, mm. you know, oh. Robin Hoods and Cliff and Fletching and all of that. I reckon <laughs> that when I first got into target archery, I had a had a green prevail, green yep. point prevail. It was my first tar- proper target bow. And I got, um, uh, I got some old... They were second-hand Eastern X10s. They just had, like, steel steel points in them. So not tungsten points. They were steel points. S- still not the point. They're still X10s. <laughs> Went out shooting 50 metres. Hadn't adjusted my sight. 
shot, shot, shot. A bit shot. I was like, oh man, I can't see my arrows. Usually I can see my arrows. Got down there, four of them in a golf ball sized group in the wood. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> well, dad won't be happy with me. That's <laughs> <laughs> still when dad's. Yeah, <laughs> since, yeah, yeah. since you're 18, nah, you're paying for all of your own <laughs> archery gear now, mate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, bow, release aid. Arrows. Mm, arrows. Um, God, there's so much stuff in archery. Um, <laughs> you running any binos or yeah. spotting scope? What What brand? Um, I've got I've got Vortex binos. I've just got like Vortex crossfires. Yeah, great. Um, they're, they're honestly a great bit of kit for they people. Awesome. They're, they're well priced for what they are. Yeah, I've got the 12 by 50s um, and like, still super clear. Like I've looked through like other Bushnells that yeah. are around the same sort of price and they're just better yeah yeah, 100% yeah um and um I think I've just got like a really cheap pretty shitty Celestron um it's just like a little that's my little spotting scale it's about that big it's like half of a ruler but it does the job like I can see my arrows in the target um I would like you know maybe like a I don't know, Swarovski or like a... <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Maybe some... <laughs> maybe for field, I might like some, you know, Swarovski, what are they? The um, Geovids? Or is that like a... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't know. I, I don't look at stuff that's out of my price range too often. because <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I should buy them. <laughs> I know Audi had had a spotting scope pop up and it was 60 bucks. I'm like, all right, that's in my price range. <laughs> my dad bought two the next day they were back at Audi. <laughs> Honestly, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Need to work on the stand a little bit, like the tripod. Just don't zoom but in too much. Yeah, that's. I've, I've taken. I took some this rut. I took some photos of some fallow through it yeah. at like three hundred yards. Yeah, and pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Like grainy, but yeah, full of price of it. You yeah, know, worth it. Worth it. Sixty right. bucks yeah. isn't much money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially for his body scope. <laughs> I do like Maeve. I've got. Oh, it. I've got dude. The, I've got. I just saw that. Up yeah, there. Yeah, was, yeah. I've been looking at it the whole time. I, I, I looked through some Maven binos and the Maven spotting scope. Yeah, I, I, I got some. Oh. I got uh, some binos a few years back from um, from Outdoor Australia, Outdoor Oz, I think. Yeah. Outdoor Sports, mm-hmm. um, and oh, dude, just insane. They're, they're my hunting binos still today, and I've had yeah. them probably almost six years. Mm-hmm. There. Awesome bit of kit. They're mm-hmm. so, so clear. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the top of the line mavens, just yeah. that... Is it B1? Top... B1? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that Japanese glass. It's so... It's so nice. Crispy. Yeah. <laughs> and for the quality of the product compared to the price you're paying, it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. And then, like, I guess... It's the same as, like, the Vortex. You know, I think... What's my dad got? He's got the Vipers. Yeah. Viper. And, like... They're just so like for the money. Yeah. They're a little bit more expensive because what the crossfires are about what three hundred ish bucks, and then the vipers yeah. are about five. Um, I think the vipers are vipers are. Now that's the diamond backs, I reckon. They're oh, about diamond backs, yeah. And the then, vipers like two steps above yeah. around about. Yeah. Um, and they're just like so good, like so so clear, awesome. Um, but like. Like with the warranty you get, yeah, such good glass, like makes it worth it. And I, I'm not sure about the Maven warranty. I think it's pretty good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I believe the Maven's really good too. Yeah. yeah, I really like them. I looked through some of my mates, and I was just like, oh yeah, I want some. 
<laughs> so how do you find the community when you're going overseas Cause is this your first year competing overseas yeah this is my first yeah. year competing overseas it's it's awesome just the whole feel of it's so yeah. cool i was so nervous because i watch lots of archery yeah. like, on youtube and stuff just you know just i love watching archery yeah. i guess and you see like people like mike schlosser and you know mike, mike, who mike schlosser is oh, i don't follow that much target archery man i'm i'm a bow hunting person through yeah. and through gotta check it out it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool um mike schlosser is he's, his nickname's mr perfect yeah and he's he's just awesome i got <laughs> I, I actually got to sit down with him and just like have a chat with him and that's then, like, wicked him brady ellison chris schaff um brady ellison's a uh, Olympic silver medalist for recurve, um, and like Chris Schaff and all them, and all the South Africans, and it was just cool to like sit there and actually be a part of like speaking with them and like getting to know these people that are that are actually people. And your your idols yeah, going yeah, through type, yeah, type thing. On, that's and wicked. Getting to shoot alongside them yeah. as well. Like, I think my first match in Korea that I lost, unfortunately, um, <laughs> um, I was standing like. Oh, where was I ranked? I think I was ranked 33rd and I was up against a guy from Taiwan yeah. and it was, I was ranked 33rd, he was ranked 32nd. So we were both the two middle ones. So we were going up against each other. So whoever won that went up against rank seed number one. Oh, wow. And that was Mike Schloss who, who shot like an outrageous score of like, I think it was 714 out of 720 at so, 50 metres. Look, I'm not a target archery guy. Mm-hmm. Explain how scoring works what's what's going on there how many um, arrows you're shooting what's so you're shooting with compound it's 50 meters on a 80 centimeter face um and you're shooting at oh god shooting at the 10 is about the same size as a tennis ball um and the x is about the same size as a golf golf ball around about um and you shoot 72 arrows and the maximum score you can get is 720. So you got people who are shooting, you know, 718s. I think the world record is 718. So at 50 wow. minutes, they've only missed that 10 that's, twice. That's so nuts. I think my best 709. So so you shoot, what did you say, 72, 70 uh, arrows? Yeah, 72 arrows. So. so are you shooting so many going up and restarting and then shooting so many again or yeah, are you so shooting you shoot, that 72 straight or no nah, you shoot you shoot six arrows and that's one end and then you shoot 12 ends of six arrows yeah um and then you've got a half which is usually a break so you've got six arrows sorry six ends and that's your half so and then that's out of 36 um and like it's not unusual out of words to have someone shoot like a 357 out of 360 and then that's nuts. double up on that. I, could, I I can't even imagine shooting like I'd you know I'd go shoot you know fifty sixty arrows when when I lived up in the hills and I had the range. Yeah. But you know putting putting that many through, just I can imagine how many you have to oh. pull through to practice, man. That's, oh, well, I think some of them are shooting like I think they'd get paid for it, so they'd be shooting <laughs> like four hundred arrows a day, training, doing whatever. Probably going home and doing nothing the rest of the day. That, <laughs> Maybe shooting a bit more. That's nuts. Um, fun one. Zombie apocalypse weapon. What are you going? AA twelve. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. It's that, it's been brought up before. It has. It's very. It has by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't think you beat it. 
honestly. Where'd you first find out about the AA12? FPS Russia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching that when I was like, I must have been about five. That was awesome. <laughs> and then, like, for, even even since then, like, just speaking to the parents, like, what would you bring to the zombie apocalypse? Yep. Everyone goes, oh, I'd bring a katana. I'd bring this. I'd yep. bring... It's like, no, nah, AA12. <laughs> you can fit however many bullets in that drum mag. You're sorted. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, it, it's a great, great bit of kit, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. How we... Holds it in the barrel, pulls it out, soak and wet. Yeah, pop, pop, pop. Oh yeah, and they're and they're super light as well, and they they don't no recoil. Yeah, all the springs in in the stock. (laughs) So, what have you forgotten when you've gone out for a competition? Have you forgotten something? I always forget water. That's probably (laughs) one of the worst ones. Not a bit of gear, just water. Yeah, water, snacks, bow stand. That one sucks because then you have to lean your bow up with like an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> and your can gets all muddy and it's just yeah it's not fun um nah but what else have I forgotten oh yeah um what else have I forgotten I've forgotten yeah I reckon bow stand's probably one of the main ones um I might have forgotten arrows once maybe <laughs> yeah that wasn't fun what about on a hunt you've forgotten forgotten much on a hunt or binos that sucks. That does suck. Um, especially when you're hunting with a bow. Yeah. You just can't glass or anything. Small game, especially yeah. that. that, yeah. that. Um, I, think I, forgot, I think I forgot my range finder once. That sucks too. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> want to guess anything. Worst thing is when you're going out for a hunt, grab your range finder, range something, click, it ranges. Then the, then the numbers just drop out. And you're clicking, clicking. Yeah. Oh god damn it. The battery's flat. Do I have a spare one? Yeah. No. <laughs> you, you never do. No, nah, and never. they're always the most odd batteries as well. Oh, they they're they're horrible batteries to find, that's for sure. What's the funniest thing to happen to you in a competition? Um Ooh. Uh oh god. I think I farted on the line once. <laughs> It's hard because you. Tr- <laughs> it's really hard. I was. It's like because sometimes you're like, man, I really need a fart, and yeah, you, you have to keep shooting. Yeah. Like you can't. You've got to time it, or if you're in a QRE, which is just like a qualifying round, you've yeah. got to, usually you've got a timer. So like, if you run out of time, <laughs> you don't get that score. So it's, <laughs> it's horrible. Um, Hopefully, it wasn't a um, record. <laughs> oh no, I don't think anyone heard it. It's like you're standing there, like silent but oh, deadly, yeah, at full draw, like. Clenching, make sure you don't fart. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> what about sketchy, dangerous thing to hunt happen out on a hunt? You had... Mm. Oh, I have had one. Um, so I was sitting up... I was sitting up at a tree. We were hunting fallow deer. Yeah. Um, didn't get anything. <laughs> um, um, and I was sitting... I think I was sitting on... I was sitting on a chair backed up against into a tree. Um, and... I was sitting there and these cows came walking into the paddock and there was a bull in the, in the like midst the of them and he started getting a little bit closer and a <laughs> bit closer and dad was nowhere to be seen. He was on the other side of like a gully sitting over there and I was like messaging him like, dad, and it's not very good reception. I was like, dad, so the message would take five minutes to come through. <laughs> so by the time he got back to me, it's like the bull was five metres away and I was, there was like a cutout in the, in the tree. So I was like... Cramped up in the, into the tree, like sitting there, had an arrow on my bow. Like, it's like, please don't charge me. And it was sitting there just staring at me for a solid like 15 minutes. I was, I was, I think I would have been about 14, 15. I was shitting myself. <laughs> I was like, oh God, please no. 
And I think I fell over in a creek once as well. <laughs> I just shot a, I just shot a bunny. Uh, I was out with Martin. Yeah. I was out with Martin. I was Shout with, out to Martin. Yeah, shout out to Martin. I was out hunting with him and Dad. I just shot a bunny. I was super excited. Went to walk over like a... Oh, oh my God. Stood on like a... Um, oh, my God. A rock. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Stood on a rock. And, and <laughs> <laughs> stood on this rock and it was wet. I just wasn't paying attention. Went ass up. My bow was my bow was in my right hand. I was falling over the right. Saved the bow. Threw my bow up to the, my left hand. So I'd landed on my shoulder. And just like with my bow. I was like, yeah, I'm in the water now. <laughs> Do you know Joel Edwards? Ooh. Big and fella used to hang around um, archery. Mark with Jay, James and... Um, no, I don't think I do. He used to do a fair bit of target archery. Um, I took him out hunting once. Yeah. And across this creek, I'm just like, careful, this this is a real boggy patch. And I've like bounced across the yeah. across the rocks and that. And he's just like, all right, follows my footsteps and just sinks to <laughs> like his whole leg <laughs> sinks to his waist and he's just stuck in the mud. And he's like, Zach, help. I've turned around. I've lost it. First thing I've done. Picked up my Picked phone, up taking phone. a photo. I'm just like, nah, gotcha. So get me a stick or something. Get me out of here. <laughs> Bloody hell. Just sunk straight up to his hip there. I've just got a video arm. of me falling over in a creek. <laughs> out fly fishing. Oh my God. I had, it was, I've, my one of my best mates is from Canada yeah. and he he's, lives in Canada and he came over, he's half Australian. Um, he came over here for a while and we went out fly fishing and we were walking up this creek just you know, walking, walking, and he was filming because we were gonna. We, I think we were planning on doing like a YouTube video or whatever. Um, Shout out to your YouTube channel. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> don't even. Oh my god, I should probably put a bit more stuff on there, make it a bit more high quality. Um, but no, he was he was filming behind me, and I was walking, and he he asked me like, oh, you know, what are you doing, Bailey? And I went, oh yeah, and I took a step, tripped on another bloody stone in the water. Did a little dance as I was going down. It fell on my ass and he got it all on camera. That's great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was out fly fishing with my, one of my mates, Jim, and he's, you yeah. know, he loves his fly fishing, ties all his own flies. Yeah, yeah. Wearing waders, you know, there's me just in, in my my shoes, <laughs> shorts. shorts. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's all decked out in his waders. Yeah. Yeah, he, he goes ass over tit, neoprene, not neoprene waders, the... Oh no! Fills him right up. I just got a video of him tipping out his boots. <laughs> got the phone straight out yeah. again. <laughs> uh, what's the most important thing apart from a bow in competitions? You'd say. Oh man, a release aid. Um, but other than that, other than like gear wise, it'd probably have to be. I'm really bad at it. Food and water <laughs> seems to be a common. It is because you can be standing out there for a couple of hours, especially if you're shooting like one of the older rounds. So you're shooting like 144 arrows in a day at 90 meters all the way down to 30. It gets really, really yeah. like it takes all day. Sugary drinks help, or um, bit of mm, Powerade powder oh, in the old water bottle, or you've just. I don't personally, but yeah, probably you could probably get away like a Gatorade or something. Um, shout out to Gatorade. <laughs> Keep me up with the sponsor. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, just I just stick to water, or yeah. and then after the shoot, you can. What about snacks? What 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 do you go to snacks out of? Oh, you, oh, you, I'm pretty bad with snacks. I, I, Mum always goes me out the wall. You got snacks to shoot? I'm like, no, I don't 
I just leave anyway. <laughs> I'm really bad. Um, but no, muesli bars, maybe yeah. some cheese and crackers if yeah. you're lucky. Um, nice. Sandwich maybe if it's yeah. a long day. So if it's a double sandwich. Reasonably healthy snacks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for when I'm out hunting. I'll get like a bag of Sour Patch Kids, man, and just smash a bag one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like walking around just like... <sighs> yeah, yeah. Hyped up on yeah, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's after the two energy drinks I've had pre hand. <laughs> someone come across, he's like, What's this method doing around the bush? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys got any more sale packs? <laughs> uh, top five dream animals. Mm. It's got to be it. One's elk, um, fallow deer in New Zealand. I'd yep. love to get a fallow in New Zealand. Uh, why, one, one New Zealand for the fallow. Is it just because of the size of them over there or the well, terrain or just the... bit of everything. I yeah. think New Zealand's just so amazing. Like, just the little landscape as well. Like, we're not far apart, but it's so different. Yeah. Oh, it's dude, so it's... Awesome. I chased Seeker over there and it's... Mm-hmm. it's It kicked my ass I and I loved it, every minute of it's it. It's not just the hunting. It's that you can go fishing and, yeah. like, kingies, all that. Like You've seen the fallow deer from Bulgaria? I haven't. I know Europe gets some huge deer, but I haven't. And I get huge. Ben like, Solaris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you some links yeah. afterwards. Yeah, the fallow good. deer in Bulgaria is just ridiculous. Like, oh, it's... Russian boar. Have you seen them? Yeah. Ben Solaris. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, <laughs> it's not just Russian boar. Because they get them all through that whole Eastern yeah. Europe. It's yeah. just... Mad. Insane. Huge. Insane animals, man. So it was what would you say? I I bet no. Oh yeah, I'd, kudu. Yeah, kudu. Like South Africa hunting South Africa. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not into like zebra and yeah. I'm not into that sort of stuff. Like I'd just rather shoot deer oh, and. I'd love a zebra skin on the floor. Yeah, here. It, it would look. It would look pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've never gotten into that. I think it's just a. I don't know. Seen too many of them up at Monado, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Look, look at the cute stripy horse. I'm even the same with like with bear. Like, I'm, I'm a bit. I don't think I'd hunt a bear. Oh, it's on my. It's on, it's on, my on the list. So <laughs> I don't know why. It's not like I'm. I'm not. Oh, I mean, I should be scared of them, but I'm not. I'm I've not, seen a koala. I'm not scared of bears. Yeah, I've, I've seen a drop bear before. <laughs> no, they. They. I don't know. It's just. I think I really like bears. That's probably yeah. not. I just. I couldn't see myself hunting one. If it was running at me, yeah, it's dead. But <laughs> well, probably not actually. Oh, I watch way too much. Dino Clay Newcomb. He's been. I brought him up on the podcast a couple of times. Bear hunting magazine. Mm-hmm. Just he works for Meat Eater now. Um, yep. He's got a video of him, and he's a stick bow hunter. Yep. Primary, and he's there, and he's behind this stick blind, and this bear. They're hunting over bait. Mm-hmm. This bear walks up, walks up to him, gets from here to where my hand is from. Yeah end of his arrow the end of the arrow touches the bear's nose oh I have seen that and then it like turns around and he puts a shot in it as soon as I seen that video I'm like bears on my list 100% (laughs) I've got to do that I've got to be that close to dying (laughs) and shitting myself at the same time I don't want to be that close but it's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I I think another one would have to red red uh, all the Australian deer I think they're like I'm yet to shoot a deer I know that sounds bad but I'm still yet to shoot a deer I just I've been really wanting to get out hunting. Yeah. I just... Competitions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can imagine, man. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Red deer are just... I, I took my first stag this year. I've taken mm-hmm. a couple of hinds and a couple of spikes. And mm-hmm. um, I took my first stag this year. And shout out to Hainsey. Um, 
oh, dude, it was just, they're such a cool animal and they're so big. Yeah. And they're not even, even like the biggest deer species we have here, like no. Samba. Yeah, this Samba. This little fella up here. Yeah. That's, that's the third largest well, I mean, deer species. skull on him. Yeah. And he's only, you know, a year and a half old, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're a big animal. I yeah. think once you're actually like alongside them, it's impressive how big they are. Oh, dude, it's... And tasty. Yeah, that, <laughs> I think the... the first time, I think the first time I was ever out hunting, it was for fallow, and it was just like, not the first time I was out hunting, but the first time I encountered a, a deer, I was like, I was a bit worried because, yeah. like, you hear a fallow, and like, the, especially the croaking, yeah, yeah, they're they're a bit scary, and when you're, <laughs> when you're about ten and you're sitting there going, "Oh, Dad, ooh, what's that sound?" It's like it's just a deer, but then and then you hear because they're real loud as yeah. well. Like, you hear them like trotting through the bush it's like man, not a and just that animal. when they're when they're spooked that noise they make and you know yeah. samba are crazy for it um have you ever gone over to victoria hunting samba i or? haven't but i ha- i've got i've got permission to yeah. go hunting in mount beauty yeah so i've got a property up there that i'm allowed to go hunting. dude when they're spooked the noise they make just goes through you feel it in all of your bones it's yeah. it's ridiculous and seeker are the same seeker yeah. just the noise they make it go yeah. it goes through your bones i reckon it's, it's worse when it's like early morning late <laughs> afternoon as well yeah. just on dark and yeah. <laughs> hearing it's, those noises not fun <laughs> uh, it's it's ridiculous and then you got like the reds that you know they sound like halfway between a cow mm-hmm and a lion. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. just a ridiculous noise they make. Yeah. But just for just for it. <laughs> Such a good noise. I love that noise. Sorry, so I coughed. <laughs> uh, 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 just the different noises that the different deer species make is mm-hmm. just incredible. It's, it's, that's so cool. White tail. I'd like to shoot a white tail in America. Yeah. I know it's like everyone's like, oh, you know, white. It's just a white tail. But I got mine sitting up there from oh, Mexico. Yeah. Good. It's Good they're, they're cool, man. They're they're a cool deer. They're different. They're, they're definitely different. And Mexico, the Mexican ones, they're just even. Yeah. It's crazy because you're hunting out of a blind over a corn feeder. Yeah. So you fill these forty-four gallon drums up mm-hmm. with scented corn. Like candy apple scented corn, damn, and sounds pretty good. You've got these timers on them, so you set them for three times a day. Yeah, set them, and the timer goes off and spins the corn everywhere. Yeah, yep. and the deer just come out of the desert, out mm-hmm. of the, all the spiky shit, and just come and eat. It's like, almost not hunting. <laughs> it's, it's it's not, but it is. Like I'm yep. I missed a buck with the bow. Yeah, like forty yeah, right. yards. Like just, super skittish. Fairly. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll show you a video later of me shooting, yeah. shooting a doe. Like yeah. she like you can see her move as as the arrow just about hits her, mm-hmm. but just takes out the top of her heart. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just it's just different to what we have over here, especially because you know you're hunting over a feeder. These deer, as soon as that timer comes off, they just come out. Yeah. And you've got deer come out. You've got javelina. Do you know what javelina? Yeah. Are? Yeah. yeah. So they come out. You've got feral pigs come out. Then there's quail wool on the edges. You're like, you know, you're sitting in a big elevator box uh-huh. blind. Like yes, yeah. Yep. I shot him with a rifle um, out of an elevator box blind, but it was just, 
it's it cool and you know and then you get coyotes come out and you hear them hot howling out in the background yeah, like yeah it was yeah. it was insane so it's quite the uh, quite the accoutrement of animals oh dude dude it's a lot mexico gets a bad name because of all yeah. the the gang violence and mm-hmm. all the all of Nothing that shit like but it. it's yeah it it can be but we stayed on on yeah. the farm yeah um so if you find a good outfitter you know it it's, there's so many cool animals over there. It's yeah. just, you know, I've seen armadillo. Mm-hmm. I took a big rattlesnake, like big really? six, six foot rattlesnake. Wow. I was, cooked that up, ate it. The, Good. The, oh, dude, it was, it was unusual. It was unusual. I don't think I cooked it right, but it was, yeah. it was, it was definitely unusual. And then, um, bullfrogs caught a heap of bullfrogs and cooked them up. They were, they taste like chicken, didn't they? They were so good. <laughs> they didn't taste like chicken, but they were... I think everyone... T- That's the first thing. It's like, oh, new animal. Yeah. It's like chicken, I reckon. Oh, man, I tried so many different things over there. Javelina, yeah. um, it gets a bad name, but, yeah. dude, if we had it over here, I'd eat it what, weekly. Like anything like pork? Similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we cooked pretty much everything we shot. We were cooking on an Argentine-style grill where you just wind it up and down yeah. over the coals yeah. and just everything in tortillas with mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Got to get the got to get the tacos. Going. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. It was like, instead of buying a loaf of bread over there, we were yeah. buying like a big pack of tortillas and just everything we ate, you know. Lunchtime was like ham and cheese in tortillas. Ooh. Dinner time was like venison and pork, like even all the feral pigs we shot, javelina. Yeah. Just all in the tortillas, yeah, the quails true. in the tortillas. Yeah, and Australia's a bit different. It's like, what are we having? She's like, oh, sausage and bread. A pie. <laughs> a pie. Meat pie. You know, we could, we, we could swing past the servo and, <laughs> you know, no luck hunt, hunting in the field, so you go hunt the pie warmer in the local servo. <laughs> you go hunt the pie warmer. Well, take, take your arrow into the, into the servo and just stab the pie you want, you know. It's embarrassing when you walk into a servo kitted out in camo gear and it's like oh what are you doing it's like I've just been out hunting it's like didn't go well <laughs> I wouldn't be here would I mate uh, yeah I get, I get some looks like if I go get an energy drink before I go out hunting like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wearing full camo mm-hmm. and people like this is 4 o'clock in the morning and people were just like I'm doing oh, my grocery shop okay <laughs> there's me grabbing beef jerky and a, <laughs> and a can of mother <laughs> Set up for a set up for a, a good day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bloody hell! How do you see the public views on hunting and archery? Oh, especially in Australia, I think it it's hunting gets such a rough goal. But I think people instantly think hunters are murderers, and it's just not. It's just I, I hate it because throughout my entire school life, I was like full on bullied. From like a young age, so it was just like, yep, same over here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's horrible. Like just for doing what you're into, and oh yeah, I don't know. Primary school was sh- sh- horrible. And yeah, I I wasn't into sports. I was into hunting and fishing and camping. And because yeah. I wasn't into sports, I was bullied because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, and I think it a lot of it stems from obviously it comes from the parents and stuff like you know kids go back and say oh yeah goes hunting and then it comes back and then the kids instantly come back like my mum said it. watch watch bambi too many times yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> i've had i've had people say oh have, have you had, i don't even i couldn't even count how many times someone said oh you kill bambi yeah <laughs> shut up it's like, it is sad i cried watching bambi but you know what 
she would have tasted delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, oh man, I feel bad for shooting that deer. Eats it. Yeah, no, nah, I don't anymore. <laughs> what What about archery? Like, how do you? Oh, archery. Archery is viewed completely different. Archery. Archery is viewed like I've had so many people tell me, especially more so in high school, like later years of high school. Archery is not a sport. Uh, and that's that's frustrating. Yeah, to I have bet. people say it's. Like especially the, like the amount of time you put into shooting, and it's just hearing it's a it. skill. Oh, it's it's horrible, and especially like I love obviously I love it like it's my favorite thing like archery and hunting. Yeah, it's all my favorite thing. So when you get somebody, it's like it's like, oh, <laughs> I've told, I've told people, you couldn't even pull my bow back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yes, I could. But I, <laughs> speaking of pulling bows back, when I was a bricklaying apprentice, mm-hmm. had this guy, you know, roided up, you know, big roided guy, yeah. bricklayer, you know, strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. Thinking he's strong as fuck. Gym every day, lifting yeah. bricks every day. Yeah. I'll bring my 70 pound bow in. Oh, yeah. This thing's fucking stupid. It's not broken. <laughs> there's there's little twig me, you know. I've, I've put on a bit of weight since I was a, a bricklaying an apprentice, but yeah. it has me just pop, pull back 70 pounds like that. What are you that. doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll bring in the 60 pound for him. String slap straight on the arm. Oh. Stupid bloody thing. Did you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger took up archery? No. To actually gain muscle. That's like wicked. to work yeah. a certain muscle. So he took up archery. Yeah, John Dudley talks about, you know, just because you're working out one side and the yeah. other side lacks out. Oh, yeah. this So my left side, yeah. this part, like, in my neck is, like, really muscly. Like, it's just like... <laughs> and this side is just like... It's just popping out. Like, yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> what about, like, hunting in the archery community? Because not everyone that does... It, Everyone that bow hunts does archery, but not everyone that mm-hmm. does archery bow hunts. How do you find... Some people frown upon yeah. it. Some people... You, you do have to be careful like who you talk about hunting around because um, a lot of like... Archery attracts a very... Lots of people who watch things like... Hunger Games, <laughs> yeah, Arrow. There are so many people that are... Tangled. Uh, yeah. No, no, not Tangled. What's, I, the, what, what's the one with the little brave? The little yeah, red-headed yeah, so girl. many people are just like that's how they get into it which is good like it, it brings it brings people into the sport but i think there's a yeah it's it's not how they think it is when they actually do it like it's not as easy it's yeah i don't know it, it, it does attract lots of I'll, I'll, i'd say nerdy people yeah. um and obviously people who aren't always into hunting um but some people there's lots of bow hunters in Target archery, and then again, there's also lots of non bow. No bow, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, How do you find like with the European side of stuff going overseas? Because a lot of European countries bow hunting's banned. Yeah, like there's only a few. Well, it's it's funny because a lot of the European countries are really good at three D. Yeah. So like they're shooting at, you know, they're shooting at animals and stuff. But three D is a weird thing yeah, because the the rings on the three D targets are not where they're. <laughs> the kill zones no, are on not. and it's just because it's scoring yeah like you watch like the American ASAs and it's they're nailing dots on these things you can't even see from like I think it's like 48 metres and stuff I do like I know I said before I don't like watching much archery stuff but yeah. the, like the total archery challenge stuff where they have like 
they make the big days out yeah. of it and they're doing that shit. We need that. That's here. oh, dude. I've thought about years ago. I thought about how can we set up something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, go to different be. properties around Australia, just having like an Australian total archery challenge. That, that would be, be so good. We've got to have it because like Australia's so awesome. Yeah, and. We've got so many great bow hunters and archers that come out of Australia. Like, it's ridiculous the amount in South Australia, especially in the archery scene. Like, you know, you've got yourself, you've got Pat, you've got Alex, and you could name so many more. There's, like, there's lots of around Pat's archery. Like, Pat invests in so many great archers. Yeah, so I think when we went to... When we went to um, overseas, I think it was... Out of the compound team, I think it was three out of five are from SA. That's uh, actually might even be more. Uh, yeah, about three out of five are from SA. So it's that's awesome. Yeah, SA's got a really good compound team. Um, we have some really good recurvers, um, but more the, the recurves more like side of things is more so Victoria and Melbourne because yeah. it's more like the Olympic sort of side of stuff. Um, and yeah, they're like. We, we've got some awesome shooters and we've got some awesome, like, upcoming shooters for compound and recurve. Like, so, recurve, that's the only one that's in the Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, that's why. Why is compound not up there? Oh, God. This is a, this is a heated <laughs> argument, heated debate. This is like, oh, my God. Like, oh. Yeah, this is... Turns out this, backwards. Yeah, this is a huge, like, a huge thing. Well, actually, compound is being... They're looking at world archery. Are looking at putting it into the twenty twenty eight Olympics, yeah. and it's going to be indoor. So like what they do for Vegas, you know, Vegas and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, Vegas yeah. Shoot? yeah. That's so they're looking at doing like all that sort of stuff and making it like that. Um, but like that's a huge argument. Like everyone's asking, oh, you know, why can't we put it into? Why can't we put compound in and all that? And it's been going on for years. I bet. I bet. It's, it's huge. Like a huge, huge thing. And. It's only really been recently that it's starting to come. For out. me, compound's so much better to watch than... <laughs> Personally, I prefer it. I prefer compound. Um, I do enjoy watching recurve. Did you change the public views on hunting and even hunting just in the in the archery scene? I, th- I think it, it just needs to become... I know it's easier said than done. It, it just needs to be... It needs to be on television more, really. It just needs to be... We need to be desensitized to it a little bit more, I guess. Like, do you think like stuff on um, TikTok? So there's a bunch of awesome guys. There's um, I think his name's Arrow Sniper. Yeah, he does like a bunch of trick shots. He'll yeah. throw his wedding ring up and then shoot an arrow oh, through yeah. the wedding ring. Yeah. And there's a there's a chick that does it as well. And there's a bunch of awesome trick trick archers and yeah, all of that stuff. And they get so many views you reckon mm-hmm. stuff like that helps I, to an extent i don't i don't look at tiktok i don't have tiktok <laughs> um but yeah I, th- I think it does to an extent but i think it also makes people's view it just sort of concretes people's views on archery as to what they think it's like in yeah. movies like i think it's yeah, sort that's, of it's it's a good yeah I, good view on I've it i've never actually really thought about it but like i've had so many people you know that lars anderson yeah, guy yeah had so many people send me a thing where he jumps like, and flips yeah, and check out this lars anderson ca- carries five arrows in his fingers like yeah, the mongolians it's like, it's like, i don't do that I, i'll never be able to do that all right it's like stop sending me lars anderson <laughs> stop sending me action man running on a treadmill <laughs> shooting <laughs> <laughs> yes 
we we'll, also have we're, we're talking before and Bailey's dad's just like hey have you seen this guy apparently he works in, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the same industry as me yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh, but yeah I, I think it's I, I would love to I would love to be I'd love to be the person that brings archery I think I think you sort of got to start with archery first before you yep. go like putting in bits of hunting and stuff like you can if you go on to like like SBS, I think you can get these like hunting channels every yeah. now and then, like late at night. Yeah, and I think the way like everything's going with all the like PC stuff, like it's gonna be it's, it's hard. But also, I feel hunting has taken off over lockdown, and archery has taken off since all the Marvel movies, yeah. Disney movies, everything that you know, Hunger Games, all these movies that have shown different archers. Yeah, you know. Um, I remember years ago going to one of the archery shops and people going, "Oh, I've just watched Arrow. What type of what type of bows he's shooting? Where can I get one of it's one of those lever lever bows? You know? <laughs> oh, those things! Yeah, oh yeah. God! Oh, dude! They're if cool. I could if I could afford one, I'd have one for bow fishing, man. Really? They, they love Lots them. Lots of people use for bow fishing. Oh, heaps, heaps of. Have use. you seen Joel Turner? Yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. Have you seen the one he's got that he's shooting? Nah, that's cool. It's good. Yeah, it's really cool. I bought I bought his um like shot IQ thing. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, That's another thing. If any, if you want to get anything like the top the top I think get the shot IQ. Good. Yeah, it's amazing. The <laughs> shot training. It's awesome. Awesome. It's like all mindset stuff. It's yeah. So worth it. No, nah, that's that's good. Good bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Um, what is hunting and archery to you? It's a lifestyle, I guess. It, it is a bit like it's sort of that much of a lifestyle that it changes the way you dress. Yeah. <laughs> like a, like you walk around and yeah, yeah, hunter gatherer. I've got a, I've got a hunter's element toa jacket on. So vortex hat yeah, on vortex. Hat. And people, you, you get some weird looks. Like people look at you like never seen that brand before. It's like, yeah, I know. How, how do you go with like wearing hunting brands to archery stuff? Is it frowned upon? That's or? fine. Just don't That's wear fine. camo. Yeah. What is, what is camo and ranges? Like, I know double S, double A ranges, like growing up pops, like, you know, I'd go put it on a pair of camo pants. Yeah. That's first, I love wearing camo. Yeah. I've always, like my, at work, I get in trouble. Zach, <laughs> why aren't you wearing, wearing work, one of work's hats? I'm wearing, I'm, wearing, I'm, I'm wearing my camo hat or I'm wearing my camo beanie. It's what I'm comfortable in. I'm yeah. wearing something that I am comfortable in. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> if I go out, if I go out and I'm not wearing something that like I like, yeah. I feel uncomfortable. I actually do. I've, I've honestly, like, if I go out to a party and stuff and I'm not wearing, like, a Vortex, I yeah. used to go to school wearing my Vortex hat. And then <laughs> That's great. The teacher would always be, like, going to me, Bailey, take off your hat, and I'd take it off. And then two seconds later, I'm going around the corner, back straight See, back on. <laughs> I, I dropped out of hunting there f- through my high school period and didn't start until, like, just after high school Yeah. again. And um, so I didn't have, have that thing. But, you know, if I'm not wearing a piece of camo or a piece of... Something to do with hunting, like even my my wedding ring here. Yeah, it's antler outlay. It's bison hair and Alaskan pan gold. That's good. from a yeah. Right. yeah, Have a look. Um, it's from a rogue antler archery. Uh, rogue, yeah, rogue antler. Something. Oh, that's I'll so cool. I'll post links up on it for people to find out. That is but so he makes cool. all you know. These are shed antlers from. Antlers he finds. The bison hair is from a bison that one of his mates shot. Wow. Like, it's... That's impressive. It's, it's cool, man. Like, I've... 
That's <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, dude, he's look for his sales. Yeah, it's it's worth it if you. Yeah. you he, hey, they do gold ones. He does everything. You like know, tungsten. It, does he do a tungsten one? Probably. Oh, okay. he does. Sold. And, Sold. And I think you worried. worried. <laughs> <laughs> just. Just get get one for yeah, each finger, one, you know. <laughs> wrap it in in your comps you're doing. But uh, you know, like I said, I'm always wearing a piece of camo or you know this this um yeah. Eureka tactical gear. Yeah. Like I've just been, you know, my kids just got a shirt each for it. Yeah. I've got the hunter gatherer. Mm-hmm. I helped design the bow hunting one. Yeah, they yeah. got the the shotgun hunting oh, one. Oh, cool! That's wicked. <laughs> got um another one. I just got was uh. Hunt deer, eat venison with a big fallow buck on the front of it. It's that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I think I think like wearing stuff around, like wearing stuff, like if you wore that at Marion, you, I find if I wear something that's hunting, well, like I've got a hunter's element, yeah. hunter's element shirt that says like it's a bit more style. It's got like hunter's element on it. It's like established and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And like you get some, you get I, some. I, I get some weird looks even just from that, and it's it, it's it's frustrating Through, throughout, like high school and stuff I was fine yeah like, I, I've sort of people that I'd like sort of grown up with in school sort of knew that I was into that stuff and they were fine with it and like you get stuff like oh you know there was an injured bird one yeah. day like Bailey you're into hunting and fishing she comes to help this bird I was like alright <laughs> you could have picked it up just because I'm into hunting and fishing doesn't mean <laughs> I inst- you know I'm not instantly Steve Irwin like, <laughs> I've gotten that so many times yeah. <laughs> I I, I yeah, I was, I was the, <laughs> yeah, this table's not wide enough. Um, yeah, I was the first person to call with any type of lizard or yeah. bird in the classroom. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it is, it does sort Spider. of make, yeah, it does sort of make you feel like you know they come to you like, oh yeah, I'll sort that out. You he, here's the weird guy that picks up lizards and spiders. Yeah. We'll get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't do it that often, yeah. all right? I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll drive down a dirt road, and as yeah. soon as I see a lizard. Pull over, go catch it. Catch it. You know, show, off of it. <laughs> show the kids, take photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's awesome. How would you like to be remembered? You know, remembered as a, a good person, I guess, and enjoy doing what I did. And I can hopefully I can just pass that down. Yeah, like, to my kids and all that. And perfect answer, man. Um, what about your favorite bit of game to cook? How do you like? Do you, are you much of a cooker or? I do like cooking. KFR is pretty good. Oh, KFR is so good. KFR is pretty good. I, I went to the next next level and take all the bits of meat off the bone and do Ooh. it in chunks and then Ooh. just have ca- like KFR, KFR popcorn nuggets. nuggets. Oh, popcorn, nuggets. Popcorn, so you don't have nuggets. you don't have to deal with the bones. It's just popping. Yep. Popping the yep. nuggets, man. It's so good. <laughs> that, that, oh, yeah, stop it. You're making me hungry. <laughs> Tangling cords, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I need to drill a hole in the middle of this table for all the cords. It's, <laughs> I've only, you're the first guest in here since I've got the new stands yep. and the new, yeah, the new chairs. <laughs> it's a wicked little setup. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's um, getting there. It's getting there, man. Venison backstrap, too. So good. How do, how do you cook it? Um, well, we got the last time we got a deal. Sounds bad. 2019, December 2019 was the last time we got a deer. Nice um, and fat that mm, that time of year. It was a doe. Um, and it was just like, oh, how do we do it? We we just, yeah, we just cooked it. I go really Just cooked it. it. Yeah, we just cooked Perfect. it. We just put like, I think we marinated it yeah. maybe a little bit. Not much. Marinated? 
maybe we just put like the salt pepper. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I know we had it with a, we had it with a nice homemade gravy yeah. that we like cooked it in its own juices. Perfect. And we like put it, I think we put it into a like a barbecue, shut it, and then like let it all yeah. like cook. It was really really Perfect. good. Oh, I love that. All I remember it was bloody delicious. <laughs> So if people want to follow your competition shooting and your hunting adventures and mm-hmm. just your pages, where where can people find you? Um, I've got Facebook and I've got Instagram. Uh, my Facebook is just Bailey Wildman, um, B-A-I-L-E-Y-W-I-L-D-M-A-N. Um, and then my Instagram is uh, no capitals, <laughs> bailey.wildman19. So. What about sponsors? Any sponsors you want to give a shout-out to? Yes, Pat's Archery, um, Fool and Forge Knives, awesome knives. Um, Launch Tech, they make um, archery blades. Yep. They're awesome. So, like, so, so tough. Amazing. They're from England. Amazing, yeah, cool. amazing. Um, and I reckon that's it, actually. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, man, for coming out here. Um, it's it's, like I said, I was chatting to your good mate, Martin, um, yeah. and he rec- recommended and spoke very highly of you. Yeah. And I've been following your your archery career for the last few years and, yeah. you know, you've really skyrocketed up in the in the archery scene yeah. in, the, in the last couple of years, you mm-hmm. know. You're shooting some wicked scores. You've gone to South Korea, you've gone to France, mm-hmm. you know. You're going to the US at the end of the year. Yeah. Yep. That's that's hopefully, some awesome shit. Hopefully world number one in the next few years. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so badly. That's that's what I want to do. I want to be a professional archer. Yeah. For everyone. I, people are like, mm. Yeah. People, people, honestly, so many people have told me, it's like... The mate, Australian John Dudley. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> Ah, so many people. And I and I interviewed him first on the first podcast. <laughs> the <just> first, <laughs> the first interview. Always remember it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zach. Nah, all good, man. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Please find us on social media: Instagram at Hunting Connection Podcast, Facebook at Hunting Connection Podcast, and Twitter at Hunting Connect. Also, please subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Rate, review, share with your friends and families, and thank you for listening.